welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast with me, Ryan Deeds, where we help agents and brokers drive profitability through operational excellence. Good morning and welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast. I'm Ryan Deeds and I'll be your host today. This podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio simplifies the insurance application process for brokers. I mean, it makes it easier for their clients. It makes them look cool. You know, it's differentiation really before you even start trying to say that you're different. You're showing it. So if you don't know Indio, you should take a look at them. They're awesome. Today, I'm, I'm blessed. I have, uh, for the next couple of episodes, we wanted to do a deep dive into account managers, account manager issues, and the challenges they face at, at the desk. And we had such a positive response to um, the podcast where we brought Melissa Wilder on. We figured that, that I'd, I'd bring her back and she'd be a co-host with me for a couple episodes as we kind of try to understand the plight of the account manager. So good morning, Melissa. Good morning, Ryan. Thank you for having me back. Uh, super stoked. I am too, as always. That's right. Right. Like my buddy, you know, so for those of you that don't know, Melissa and I worked together for uh, a couple years while I was at Crichton Group, and we were able to accomplish some cool stuff. Today, I think the topic of our podcast is going to be account manager burnout, mm -hmm. right? I mean, as we look at kind of the heart and soul of organizations, you know, I think that producers are often considered the tip of the spear. Correct. Right. Correct. The operations team is kind of the hands that hold the spear, <laughs> but the account managers are the spear. They are the spear. Yeah. They are the spine, in my opinion, that that holds it together. And it, and I think you and I were discussing it earlier. It's it's basically a primal organization. The producer goes and kills. He brings it back. The account manager, you know, takes care of it, cooks the dinner, feeds the kids, gets everybody closed. It's that same sort of primal structure. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, and I think it's hard for. You know, because there's probably 10 account managers for every producer or five account managers for every producer, right? <laughs> right. And so, you know, I think it's harder for account managers, and it's not as quantifiable. Producer True. goes and hunts and kills, brings something back. It has a revenue of $100,000. Right. Everybody attributes that to the producer. Yes. Um, and then, like you said, it kind of, the carcass kind of gets thrown to be processed to the account management teams. Right. You know? So as you look through that, you know, what, when you, when you, because today retention is such employee retention, mm -hmm. in my opinion, is probably the most critical component that we're, we're facing. I would I, agree with that. It's just hard to get, get good people. It is. And, and experienced people. And keep people. Yes. You know, and so what are your, what are your thoughts on what is it, what are the two or three things that agencies do that just start to have an indication that you're like, okay, maybe they don't value me. Maybe I am just this cog, you know, cause I imagine that that contributes heavily to the burnout feeling. It does. It does. And it, it is a struggle every day in my opinion. And I don't know if other account managers feel this way, but you are hit with so many different angles, email, your instant messaging, whatever you use within your agency, insurance calling, carriers calling. And I think you tend to get burned out because it is so taken for granted that, yes, all this is going to be done. All this is going to be taken care of. It's all going to be perfect no matter what, without really looking at the structure of how the information comes or is handled are there more efficiencies that could be handled, you know, put in place to handle that? And also, what is the structure? What are the strengths of that account manager? I think account managers are put into a box that they're just seen as processors who like to just 
check things off. And there's so many other aspects to it and to client service and client FaceTime and um, loss analysis and carrier relationships that we all have different strengths that should be taken into account and those recognized and a path put in place to enhance those to move that account manager. I think a lot of account managers, once they're in that box and they're clicking with that insured, they're like, that's where you're going to be. That's where we need you to be. And that is hard when you are giving your heart and soul to a job. You yourself also want to be recognized and moved ahead. And those different strengths that you bring put into place. Yeah, no, I get I mean, and I think that, that agencies struggle with that because of their size. Exactly. Right? You know, if you're in a $10 million firm and you've got an account manager team of 30 people and you've got, you know, I, I always do lion, sheeps, and dogs, you know, <laughs> you feed the lions, tend the sheep, and shoot the dogs. I oh, think that was from, oh, you know, harsh. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> but, but we all want that. I mean, we want to constantly be trading up, you know, yes. and what we'll see is I can see lions move to dogs, and I think that was Larry Linney, so... <laughs> Shout out to Larry Lenny for giving me that back in the day. Um, you know, you, you can turn a sheep into a, uh, I mean, a, a lion into a sheep pretty easily. It's very difficult to take a sheep and turn that into a lion. And you need individuals. I think that back in the day, account managers were all viewed as sheep. Yes. You know? Definitely. And they were viewed as like, yes, they're happy in that role. Mm-hmm. But now, today, where we're having to compete for this talent... Um, I do see the more progressive CEOs trying to get that some of that road stuff off because really what you're saying is that we want to have fun at our job. Right. And exactly. Processing is not fun. I'm not intellectually challenged. I'm not I'm not increasing my knowledge. No. You know, and insurance for those of us back in the day who've been in insurance for a while, it was fun because a lot of it with, you know, that level of an account manager or AE kind of in the same boat sometimes was the negotiation process working with carriers and you know there was a finesse to it more of a personal relationship really getting to know your insureds and and sometimes even going out and having more face time with your insured and getting to know you so you really have that service relationship and and I think now with all the technology that's come into the industry it is much more processing base because it's so much faster right i mean the, the expectation is so much different for it's the account manager in, it's completely different i think burnout is much happens much sooner now because there is so much and it it has to happen today and i and for me personally i don't know about other account managers there is that sense of defeat sometimes a lot of times like i have all of these things to do i have what they need to get out the door right now but i also have this proactive, you know, getting to market and, and checking policies and endorsements, trying to balance that. Because when we're talking about coverage, we're talking about important things. That take time. Right. That, that you t- want to do right. Exactly. That you really care about. You want to do right. You want to be able to think it through. You Because you want to give it to your insured in the best pass- possible format. But now you also have more of the litigious side coming into it, which I think I, I've talked about previously. We do almost have to be attorneys now and put the proper disclaimers and make sure we word everything correctly instead of just being like, here's your coverage and, and kind of really getting into your coverage. Now we also have to worry about, have I also said everything correctly for from an E&O standpoint? So now I think 
Oh, I imagine it's like walking on eggs. I imagine after you're in an, I, I would think that some of the happiest days is when you leave an agency <laughs> because you're like, yes, I get to start fresh and I don't have to worry about all the mistakes that I may have made that exactly. I have that haven't come up yet. Yes. Right? And you worry about that constantly because things move so quickly. You can't really like taking the time to really process something in your mind on a coverage review or a contract is a luxury. Right. It's, it's not the norm. It's like, you better get through it. You better put the right disclaimers on. You better make sure everything is documented. It's almost like it's switched from service-oriented to E&O protection-oriented. For sure. I, I agree with that totally. I mean, I think it's all about limiting how much you get sued. Right? <laughs> like, like, if we get sued, this is what we'll have to take care of. You know, from, from my experience, what I've seen in account managers' lives is oftentimes they're the ones that are doing the work with half the information that mm-hmm. they, they're trying to give. The producer, though, is given the credit for the win, but if something goes sideways, it's very rare that I ever see producer called onto the carpet. We totally agree. And, and that must just, I mean, to have that happen in a career once or twice or in a job, I have to imagine that those are those are hard days when you go back and you start to really think about, am I in the right space? Am I in the right place? Yes. Yes, it is. And I'm so glad you brought that up because you think about that every day because I think a lot of us tend to internalize it and be like, you know, oh, my gosh, I was so busy that day and I thought I had that done and I didn't. Or I thought I said this and I didn't. You're like, I am just a complete and total failure. Why can't you know, why can't I be on on top of it? And you are doing the best you can. And all of us are doing a really good job. We do care. But trying to think that you're 100 percent all the all the time now is unrealistic. Sure. And it does take take a hit. On well, your it slows confidence. you down too, right? Because if, if if I don't think that you're going to have my back if I make a mistake, mm-hmm. then I'm going to take extra caution and extra care, even though I'm under pressure to get stuff done. So so maybe I'm not working as effectively as possible because I'm also kind of thinking about the 10 things I still have to do. Yes. The three or four things that I'm worried about, and I'm trying to focus on this one thing right. to get it right. And if I know that if I make a mistake, I'm going to be in big trouble it's it's that, that that's just a hard situation to exist in i think it is because there's not much light or positivity there's not much light at the end of the tunnel i think what keeps a lot of us going is that okay in 30 days we're going to have this renewal behind us and then it'll be easier and then in 30 days we'll have this renewal and then i can do this and it never runs that way because the minute you get caught up or at least get that renewal done, the producer is moving on to the next five renewals. Sure. Or bringing in new business. Bringing right? in new business. Which everybody is celebrating, but the account managers know, well, hell, we're miss- We're down three people. We just picked up a $65,000 account that's going to be pretty intensive. Right. Right. We've got to get the new. St- we got to get this new stuff from the the old uh, agency from, or wherever, right. right? We have to analyze it to see if the coverage is correct and all that stuff. Get right. it in the system, analyze it, make sure it's right. Come and the producer's done. They're cheering. Right. They're right. like, we sold it. That's right. And so the account manager then doesn't want to do anything that impedes that, because God forbid, if you lose that, you're you're in deep deep water. Oh yeah, right? go hide under a rock. Yeah, for sure. You right know. Right now. And I mean, I think that every leader out there, um, 
today is definitely focused in, in starting to shift their perception of account managers. It's I'm seeing it in the agencies that I work with. I'm seeing it in the conversations that we're having. Having, I mean, I think that Crichton was kind of ahead of the game because Cooper really did try and does yes. try. They bring in Resource Pro as a as an alternative. Definitely. But the reality is that the work moves faster than operations can sometimes. It does. You know? It does, and it and it's hard. I know from from like a Cooper standpoint or the principles, you know, that balance of when do we have enough people? Is this moving so mass, so fast? Do we need to add another person but keep us profitable? Right. And I think that's also a hard thing to quantify. Well, and it's because productivity. I mean, you know, in my perfect world, when an account manager comes in and sits down, I could provide this green light, yellow light, red light that says, hey, yeah, you've done the things you need to do to be successful today. We understand you haven't moved the pile as much as you would want to, but you can walk out with your head held high. Yes. You know? Because, you know, in, in so many conversations that I have with folks, it's a fire hose. They come in, they turn the fire hose on, mm-hmm. they, when they can't take anymore, they turn it off and they kind of stumble out the door. <laughs> you know I mean? In a fog, yeah, in a daze. Right. And like happy they survived the day. Yes. And, and I think the overall picture of an account manager is kind of like a unicorn. It's this magical, mythical thing that can take care of 20 questions that day and get all their activities done and the world be perfect. And all everything archived and, and, and documented all the pop-up, and, pop-up right and attached and all the disclaimers on yes and right. and right now I do think there's a higher level of burnout with account managers because of the pace you know they are supposed to be the queen of multitaskers but there's only so much you know each individual can do and it's all falling on that account manager space right now well and I think there's more options for jobs out there than ever before I think when you look at the Nashville job market hell if you have customer service skills and you can do a decent job at problem solving, you know, a $75,000 job is not out of the realm. Right. Oh, right. no, I completely agree. Right. And so, you know, with the way that we compensate account managers, because oftentimes they are, there's more of them and we've mm-hmm. been able to replace them more regularly than a star producer. But I do think that that's going to change. I think it has to. I think it's already started to change. I, I, do, I do see indications of that changing. I think... The way it is now, those of us who have been in it a while are and are familiar with coverage and and work through that are much different than kind of what's coming into the workspace now where it's more processing. Right. And it's just like, get this done. You follow A, B, and C instead of thinking about, okay, here's the coverage. You know, is this correct? How should I handle this? It's just like, check it, get it done. Check it, get it done. Sit down, learn, learn the basics, then start running. Right. Right. And not even the basics of coverage. The basics of the process. The basics of the process. And, And insurance should be the coverage. The heart of insurance should be the policy. That's the contract. That's where everything begins. And how are you actually going to sell and service insurance if you don't know what insurance is? Well, I think that, like we talk about, I mean, from my perspective, lack of training on the production size uh, ripples into Mm -hmm. the coverages on the account manager side. Correct. You know, you roll a producer that has two years of training, maybe, or has been in the agency two years. Maybe they got six months of some Mm -hmm. kind of overall kind of overview. They went to their licensure class, and now they're out selling insurance. (laughs) Right. 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 And they're relying on their relationships, um, but there's a lack of understanding of, of what needs to be covered. I mean, we've seen this multiple times. We have. And, and if you look at it from, you know, compare it to a doctor, a doctor has to go to school for several years to become specialized. We are supposed to be specialized resource people. 
That is our job. So a producer should be able to go out, look at your operation, and be able to class code it correctly and see what coverage applies to it correctly instead of being like, okay, I've talked to a few people. I know some people. Right. Let's just go sell a policy. Yeah, and then they bring you back just half the stuff, and you got to kind of put it together. Exactly. Right? Or say, yeah, actually, this doesn't, this isn't going to work for you at all. <laughs> and that, that premium uh, assumption is way off. Actually, this is not right on any <laughs> level. Right, right. This is bad. Which, because of the role of the account manager, then, like, I've seen this friction between marketing and production, right? Because mm-hmm. mar- production will be like, hey, we can go do X. And marketing says, yeah, we can't. And then marketing has looked like an impedance to sales. Yes. Right? Yes. Like, why are you holding them back? Why would you do that? We can do this all day, every day. It's fine. And, and then the magic wand comes back out, and it's like, oh, it's good. And it, it just... And the expectation then lies on you to make all that, or the account manager to make all that correct. To make it all go away. Yeah, yeah. And then not come up and not, not cause any bumps in the road. Right. It's in a pretty box with a bow. How If, if you could structure your agency with account managers and... and you know, you had a commercial lines agency. Mm-hmm. What what do you believe is the most conducive? Is that an account manager that's specific to the niche that they're trying to deepen their expertise on? That's sitting there with a not a secretarial pool, but mm-hmm. account manager assistant pool that you can process work to that deals with all of them. I mean, if you were going to set it up, what what does that look like for you? I do I do like the idea of the pool. If you have a niche. And that niche and the pool is familiar. Instead of just throwing people into the pool and being like, here, process, you have to have a certain familiarity with your clients because each one is different and needs different items on their processing, like their certs and their auto ID cards. Like a construction construction person is going to be much different than your middle market or large commercial or habitationally. Right, right? exactly. And even within that niche, having that pool familiar with the different accounts and the different ticks just from a processing side. Right. Because they can be in different states, require different things generally on their certificates. And if they already know that instead of being thrown into it, I think that would make it more efficient. I think that's a good starting place. Does there have to be more delineation between what's processing and what's knowledge work? Because right now, I think what what I see from an operational side is if I don't have good operational communication, so if I cannot delegate effectively, if I can't mm-hmm. track things, then I'm going to give you five tasks. And you're going to do those five very different tasks because I don't have the operational excellence to, to, to centralize that task, monitor if it's being done, and communicate if, where you pass that work back and then the finished product gets passed back to you. Mm-hmm. So in absence of that, you just get thrown all the things, Right. right. Well, I mean, in your world, how, how do you help the agency principals delineate those kind of soul-sucking, non-moving you forward? Because obviously, if you spend a day doing processing, you're probably not feeling like, wow, this is awesome. I really learned something today. <laughs> right. I'm really jazzed about my day. And I think Crichton is a good example of this, of trying to show the movement up the chain. And I think that's what can help with that after that day of processing and just burnout being like, okay, but I'm learning from this because I'm going to get to go to this next level and do what I really enjoy doing while I gain this knowledge at this level. I think there has to be some sort of carrot at the end of the line. To try to get it out of there. Yes, you have to have something to work for, something to look forward to. And if it's just strictly processing in the grind. Right. It's just going to be burnout. Yeah, you're not going to stick around. No. And and we've seen that with certain employees that got stuck in that account manager assistant role, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Where where it's pretty much 
anything that anybody doesn't want to do, you're going to do. <laughs> right. Enjoy. Right. Have right. a great day. Exactly. And then, then depending on the trust level that the account manager has with the AMA, the, the account, because delegation is a two-way street, right? I mean, it you, is. you've got to be able to trust that individual to do the work to at least some standard that you would be comfortable with. Exactly. Right? And so that means they have to provide that individual in the time to be yes. able to teach them that. In the training. That's the right. training, the yeah. communication, the time to lay it out in the in the instructions, you know, to have a procedures manual to say, okay, we're getting ready to do this, refer to this page, you know, to walk you through ABC. Right. It's a two-way street. They're going to end up helping you, the assistant, if you take the time to help if them. If you have the time, right. If you have the time and, and you have to make the time. Right, but that's what sucks, right? I bring a new employee in. They have very little training. They go through three or four days of HR. I drop them off at your desk and I say, here's your help. Right. Now, operationally, I think, why well, check the block? She has her help. The We're good. We're good. We're done. Let's go. Let's, right. Now, that person should be as effective as you or but nearly as effective as you in a short period of time. And that is unrealistic. That's correct. I, I totally. I to, And I think that because when you're helping somebody else learn, it's actually taking you just like when we're trying to re-architect new process. It takes more time initially. It does. You know? And it, it the pressure is unbelievable when you're like trying to take the time to get them up to speed, but it also can be very rewarding. Um, I have an AMA now, Bethany, who's great, and that's one thing we've been doing is meeting every other week and also meeting in my in my cube when she has questions, but right. taking that time to walk her through a whole cycle of an account to show her why it's important, to show her the why. And she, I'm sure that, that resonates with her and makes her feel like, okay, now I'm actually learning something. Yes. Yeah. And I've seen her grow from it, you know, and she's, her questions have gotten better. You can tell the light bulb has really gotten off, gone off in her head. But now I get the benefit of that too, because when I give her something now, she's like, okay, I'm familiar with this. I know I, what my target is. Yes. I know what I what, what you expect me to, to generate. Yes. And, and I think most people enjoy learning and always have to be challenged no matter what age you are. And that gives her to that. But and that feeds that for her. Right. But I also am very concerned what's feeding that account manager. She's giving part of herself to that AMA and to other AMAs who need it. She's giving herself to the producer to help meet his expectations. She's giving part of herself to marketing to get out what they need to get out. And she's, you know, giving part of herself to operations to fulfill their expectations. You know, what is left for her? Right. Yeah, except to walk out of there like, oh, my God. Exactly. And, right. and you know. And there's no real carrot because pathing, typically career pathing in agencies is tough because it's small. It is. You know, and so. Um, and it's harder when you can see a vision. You know, when I went from producer to account management, it was kind of to take a step back. Right. And it was so much harder than I expected. And I can see things like I, I can do that loss analysis or I can help serve this and I can help sell it. No go process. No go process. Right. And you're just like, oh my, yeah, I can, that, that. And it kills a little of your soul. Oh, sure it does. Sure it does. And I think that, you know, account managers will only take so much of that. I mean, it it is it is a hot market today. Mm -hmm. you know, everybody's looking for it, anybody. And has been. Yeah. Has been for years. You know, do you know a good account manager? And right. And you so you got to keep them. You got to keep them. And so with us, uh, you know, I, I, if you had one takeaway for principles to help reduce account manager burnout, increase mm -hmm. account manager satisfaction, mm -hmm. as we kind of end this podcast today, what would that be? It would be to recognize your account managers as much as part of that team and a win as the producers and even put out a clearer path for them 
on how to move them. Okay, you've been processing. Let's kind of get you more into the marketing. How can you help marketing more? Or you want to do loss analysis. Okay, for your niche, we're going to make, you know, can you do loss analysis? We'll take this part off of you. Right. And let's get you into this to help you thrive and grow. And if you're happy and fed, then you're going to help the chain behind you. I, I agree with that. I mean, I think that in, if they can build engagement in those ranks, that the agency is doing it right. I agree 100%. So, well, I appreciate the conversation this morning. And uh, it's Thank always you. a pleasure to be with you. I like my buddies. So. <laughs> and we love you as well. <laughs> We're lost without you. <laughs> so, guys, I appreciate you listening to the Digital Broker today. I remind you to go ahead and uh, try to find us on LinkedIn. That's the Digital Broker Podcast Group. If you have any challenges, just hit me up, Ryan Deeds, and I will get you in there. But we appreciate you spending a few minutes with us this morning. And I hope you have a great day. This podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio simplifies the insurance application process for brokers and their clients. When using Indio, the process is fast, easy, and E&O free, saving your agency time and money. You can learn more about Indio and register for a one-on-one demo at www.useindio.com slash podcast. That's www dot u s e i n d i o dot com slash podcast.